Anyway, well guys, welcome to What's the Word? We have a good word for you today, primarily because we have no idea <laughs> what we're talking about today, but we're just going to be led. Um, we're just going to seek the Lord, and the yeah. Lord's going to give us wisdom, and that's how the Lord works, right? Amen. Yeah. One of the coolest things, though, about serving God is that He always gives you exactly what you need when you need it. He does. You know, like, I, I remember I used to have nightmares. Like, whenever I first started getting into the ministry, I literally used to have nightmares about, like, where, where service was starting, you know, like, worship was closing, and I was getting ready to preach, and I, and I didn't do my study, I didn't pr- prepare, and I didn't have it all figured out, like, what I was going to preach on, you know, and I would literally have nightmares and, like, wake up just, like, in, like, a sweat, like, oh, man, yeah. praise God that that's not going to happen to me, you know, you know yeah. what I mean? And then it's like, well, now it, but then there have been times, though, then, well, then I learned how to be led, yeah. you know? Like, uh, one, one of the, the fun parts about being led is you don't always know what it's going to look like. You don't always even know what you're going to say, but God will always give you the wisdom when you need it. Yeah. And so, like, when I used to ha- where I used to have nightmares of I'm getting ready to speak in front of people and I have no idea, you know, what the Lord is saying, all of a sudden now it gets to a point where if I am, like, I could walk up on the stage, you know, or, or walk up on the platform and and have absolutely nothing but no the lord's going to give me exactly what i need yeah um which completely contradicts everything that i've been taught you know <laughs> everything i've been taught says you well you got to prepare and do all this stuff yeah and, well preparation isn't always what we expect it to be preparation is being connected in fellowship with the father and when you're connected in that fellowship yeah. with the father it's going to work out in anyway you know when I'm connected and when I'm in fellowship with the Lord, I will always have exactly what I need to succeed. Yeah. You know, in, in whatever He calls me to do. You can put that in, in the comments. When I'm connected in fellowship with my Father, that's a lot of words. When I'm in fellowship, I always have what I need. Yeah. Put that in the comments. When I'm in fellowship with the Lord, I will always have exactly what I need in Him. Yeah, and it's it's great to prepare. There's mm-hmm. a, And the Lord yeah. will lead you to prepare. He'll yeah. say, hey, go away right now, do this, mm-hmm. and He'll prepare yeah. you by speaking to you and stuff. But where the issue comes is when preparation becomes our source, when yeah. we become our source. Mm-hmm. And if, like, if you have That's a message right. to do or something like that, if you can do all mm-hmm. of that preparation, if you can do that all without having a relationship with the Lord and your whole system doesn't involve dependency on the Lord, mm-hmm. then he's probably not in it because we yeah. have to have a certain dependency on him. We can't, yeah. if we're doing it all in our, and it's like, kind of like if Sunday service looks mm-hmm. the same every week, yeah. then it's probably more us than him. That's good. Um, the, Kevin said, the Bible says to be ready in season and out of study. Yeah. That must mean that you're hearing directly from the Holy Spirit. No study required. And, and mm-hmm. sometimes the thing yeah. is, is, Sometimes that's what he wants. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and there's no condemnation in that. There, yeah. there are times where he wants us to get out of our heads mm-hmm. by, by putting us in a situation where we don't have time to think. Like, you know what yeah. it reminds me of? It reminds me of Barrett, um, uh, being in the worship team with Barrett. So you'll notice, <laughs> like, it happened this past Sunday. It made me laugh. So hard. So a lot of times, uh, Barrett's a great leader and teacher, and she's been great taught by pastors um, some great things. And uh, so one thing that she does a lot of times when we're walking up on the platform, um, 
where service is starting and we're walking up and she'll act like she's about to open up the service and greet the people and she'll get up there and she'll stand there and with literally two seconds left or one second left she'll turn to one of us mm -hmm. and say open up yeah. <laughs> and we have to start yeah. and what that does and and this is the key this is the key when you have a leader that does something like that it um, there has to be a level of trust with that leader. Um, if, if, if the leader is doing it flippantly, then that, they could, that, that's different. Um, although the Lord will still be mm -hmm. there and provide for you. Yeah. But um, she's led in that process. So mm -hmm. she'll have a, a, a leaning, a leading mm -hmm. that someone else should open up, but she'll not, she won't tell them until the very last second. Because what that does is it forces you to not prepare and to, to get out of your head in that preparation. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's not a preparation yeah. of fellowship but a lot yeah. of times if our default is so much preparation logically yeah. a moment like that really helps and what's cool is um you'll literally start talking and you'll literally like mm -hmm. you'll have words coming out of you it's kind of like speaking in tongues yeah. you'll have words coming out of you that you're mm -hmm. not even logically thinking about mm -hmm. and that's when you know you're flowing with the holy spirit i mean sometimes yeah. he'll talk you'll even hear it in your mind from the holy mm -hmm. spirit but yeah. do you know what i mean in that yeah. moment mm -hmm. yeah well like honestly a, lo a lot of times you know there have been times when when you know pastors ask me to preach or different things like that and it, it's important like you were saying we don't rely on our preparation yeah you know because a lot of times we can get to a point where like like, if I have a lot of advanced notice, I can really get into my head, and then I can craft something, and then I can be so uh, so strict on what I've prepared that I won't, I'm not able to flow anymore. Yeah, and that's like, the issue. Yeah, it, like, there have been times when I've, when I've gone up to preach, and, like, right before I go up, I'm like, I'm like Lord, well, the pastor says this, and I want you to put this in the, in the comments. Always be open uh, for instruction, correction, and redirection. Always be open for correction or instruction, correction, and redirection. So, like, before I go up to preach a message, I'll say, Lord, if this is not what you want me to preach, like, I trust you to, to not, like, I prepared it. You know, I, I did work. I put, I had the, had the notes put together and all that stuff. But, like, Lord, if you, if you want to change this up, if you want to go in a different direction, I need to be open to that. Yeah. And so, and so, you know, things, situations like that, it, it really helps us to get out of our, our head so yeah. that we're not in a position of, oh, well, what am I going to say now? You know, no, I have to rely yeah. on the Holy Spirit. Um, and how do I rely on the Holy Spirit? By always being, a, and this goes so much further than just like ministry stuff. This isn't just preaching and leading worship and giving an exhortation <laughs> or anything like that. This is, this is every day. That's true. You know, like, like you're a cashier, you know, at, at a place and like at, at a store or at a restaurant or something like that. Someone comes up and they're just having a miserable time, you know, like... God can give you a word right there. You just have to be open to being led by the Spirit. To, that'll encourage them. Like, you know, wh whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, like whatever situation you're in, you're walking through Walmart and all of a sudden, and if you're open to instruction, correction, and redirection, the Lord will say, hey, go down this aisle, and He'll put you in a position where you can minister to someone that needs Jesus. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But we always need to be open to the leading of the Spirit, which you actually hear about that in the book of Acts, right? Where... They're getting ready to go into Asia, and then the Holy Spirit says, no, we're not going there. You know what I mean? Like, what? But they're getting ready to go into Asia and deliver the gospel. Shouldn't that be a right thing? Like, what if they were saying, no, you know, I've purposed in my heart to go to Asia 
I'm going to Asia. And they feel a check, but no, no, no. We're, we're, you know what? We're sharing the gospel. We're doing good things. Yeah. Let, let's go there anyway. You know what I mean? But they have that check. What's, what's going to happen? Well, praise God we're on this side of it where they listen to the Holy Spirit and we don't know. But like God could have sa- just saved them from premature martyrdom. He could have saved them from just going to a people who weren't ready yet to receive the gospel because they went later and they were, they, they were delivered. But at that mm-hmm. point, maybe they just weren't in a spiritual position yet to receive. Maybe they just needed to pray for that area. But the Holy Spirit led them away. Then they were getting ready to go in another place. Holy Spirit led them away again, led them away from there again. You know, Holy. Why does the Holy Spirit lead us in different things? Why Why is it vital and important for us to be open for instruction, correction, and redirection? Is because when we're open to that, we're actually open to walking in the blessing of God. Because yeah. we can walk into something and kind of feel a little nudge in a different direction. But if we keep going, it it it, it could potentially end up in our destruction. Yeah. You know, God always leads us in triumph. God's yeah. not going to say, "Hey, don't go there." Just flippantly. Yeah. You know, like even last night, you know, or, well, I remember there was one time in particular, like we were, I was on the way to Chick-fil-A. I already put in our order, you know, and I'm on my way to Chick-fil-A to pick it up. And I just felt a check. No, you're not supposed to go to Chick-fil-A. Like, why? It's the Lord's chicken. Why, what, like, why would, why would the Holy Spirit be telling me not to go to Chick-fil-A? I was like, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, but, but like I felt it. And so I, I, pull, I pulled over. I called my wife. I was like, hey, I know I'm, I was getting ready to pick this up, but I feel like I feel a check on going to Chick-fil-A. Something that small. You is know? this when you went to get ice cream? No, this okay. is okay. <laughs> but uh, I, so, so, you know, I didn't go to Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, Lord. This makes no sense, but I'll be obedient. So I called Serena. She was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Like, she, she's not like, you have a check on going to Chick-fil-A. I think you're being a little too spiritual. Because that's what people could say. Oh, yeah. You know? It's Chick-fil-A. What, what are you going to give food poisoning? Good. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Like, why, why would the Holy Spirit lead us? Is the, the reason the Holy Spirit leads is to lead us in triumph. Put, put in the comments, 2 Corinthians 2.14. Thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph. Yeah. How does he lead us? By that inner, inner witness. So if I have a check on doing something, no matter how small it seems, recognize yeah. the small things if the Holy Spirit's leading you is not a small thing. Yeah. It's not a small thing. Good. It might seem small to you, but it's not a small no. thing. Yeah. Um, and so, and so uh, you know, I was like, I, I, I called Serena. I was like, I feel a check. She's like, okay, that's fine. You know, I was like, well, where do you think we should go? And she's like, I don't know. I was like, well, how about Zaxby's? That sounds good. All right. And I had a piece on that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Zaxby's. Like, the... All of this isn't like a huge story, and it doesn't even seem to end in a huge way. But like, I, I go to Zaxby's, I go in the line, and I order my food, and when I come up to the table, I just feel the prompting in the spirit, pay for the person behind you. I was like, oh, that's why you, know, you wanted me to do this. And so, you know, now I don't know what the situation was in the car behind me. Maybe the guy pulled up and recognized I don't have my wallet. Maybe, maybe this guy was just, maybe he just needed a, was asking, Lord, do you care about me? You yeah. know what I mean? And he saw the boomerang church stick around. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't know what it was, but I just know the prompting of the Holy Spirit was don't go to, don't go to Chick-fil-A. And then as I'm in this line, I need to pay for yeah. this guy behind me. And so I did, you know, and as I pulled out, the guy honked and waved to me and I was like, oh, praise God, uh, you know. And that's, that's how, the, that's yeah. where my side ends. Yeah. I don't know what, what happened on his end. Maybe, maybe that was an answer to prayer. Maybe now that opened him up to receive yeah. something from God. Maybe a year from now, he's going to show up at boomerang church 
be like, hey, were you the guy who paid for my Zaxby's yeah. that one time? I have no idea how it's going to end. Here's, or if it was just so that I can pay for that man and he can recognize, wow, there's good in this world. Maybe yeah. he's thinking, man, no one, everyone sucks, you know, and, and, you know, that just showed him, hey, maybe not everyone stinks, you know. What, whatever it is, the Lord specifically ordered that together. I don't really need to know the outcome. Yeah. All I need to do is be obedient. And I know that I'm victorious. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and and that's you know what we're called to do. We're called to be led in triumph, and that's and how do we do that? By being open to instruction, correction, and redirection. Yeah. And the key in that that's so great that you were you were accepting of is not having to know. That's yeah. where a lot of times people would have wanted to know immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and relied on some type of information or something to confirm yeah. mm-hmm. their leading instead mm-hmm. of just trusting the Holy Spirit. Yep. They would have said, well, this didn't happen or this didn't happen, so it must not be God. When the truth is, like you said, mm-hmm. that that the reason why he t- told you to do that, it might not have even come to full fruition yet. Yep. You may not, you may have an interaction with him soon, mm-hmm. and yep. that is, th- this was all leading up to that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So often we have felt like we need to know, we, we yeah. need to understand. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that understanding, that issue with needing to understand, mm-hmm. it will block it will block our leading with the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. And mm-hmm. and and it's yeah. something that I've done so much that I haven't even recognized that I've been doing it. Um I mentioned this the other day, but like my mind, I have I've run my mind so much. Mm-hmm. That I didn't, when someone would say, you, you need to get out of your head, you need to stop being so um, following logic instead of leading, it was so my, norm, my normal mm. that even when I was being told that, I was thinking, okay, yeah, I'm doing that, mm-hmm. when actually I wasn't. Yeah. And when I truly mm-hmm. started yielding, by truly yielding, it, it, I, I was like, I've gone mm all these years and not knowing that this was even real, that even, mm-hmm. that to this yeah. extent that it was even a possibility. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, um, that just reminds me of, like, a lot of times whenever, I, like, I'm seeking leading from the Lord, like, what I'll, like I can even get in my head in that, where, like, <laughs> all right, yes or no? Yes or no? <laughs> like, wait and yes listen. Or no. Yes or no? Okay. You know, okay. what am I doing? I'm in my head. Like, yes. the... The inward witness isn't always audible. Yes, do that. But it's just like a, no, I, because the Bible says uh, that you'll be led forth in peace. Yeah. You know? And it's not just like a logical peace. Oh, this makes sense. That sounds right. I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? It's, it's no, I, I recognize in my spirit, this is what I need to do. Like, yeah. I, like I know that this is what the Holy Spirit's doing. And um, uh, Barrett said, we are led by the peace of God. Put that in the comments. We are led by the peace of God. That's how the inward witness works. We're yeah. led forth in, and we go out in peace. You yeah. Know? That's, that's how we're led. God leads us in the peace in our spirit. Re- there's a difference between our body, our soul, and our spirit. You know, yeah. that's the three parts of man. We, we, we are a spirit. That's what's renewed in Christ. You know, all things have been made new. My spirit is a new cre- creature. It's a new creation. My soul, according to Romans 12, still, which is my mind, my, my mind, will, and emotions, that no- needs to be renewed. You know, the Bible yeah. says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then I live and reside in a body. That's my flesh. But my mind still needs to be renewed. You know, don't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And, as, and so as I learn to yield to the Spirit, what, what's, what's slowly happening is my mind is becoming <clears throat> renewed. Because yeah. now I'm not thinking the way the world thinks. And, 
you need to do it this way and that doesn't make sense so if that doesn't make sense you should wait till you fully understand it before you actually move stuff dumb stuff like that that's the way the world thinks yeah is you need to fully comprehend it before before you you embrace it or before you do something when that's really the opposite of faith you know like faith doesn't operate by what you comprehend or what you see or what you understand yeah. faith goes beyond understanding <clears throat> faith goes into i know that this is what yeah. god said and I know this is what God's doing. So whether I understand it or not, I'm going to step out in faith and I'm going to do it anyway. Because yeah. the Bible says in, in Proverbs 4 or Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, it says trust in the Lord. You know, so I can trust in the Lord and not fully understand all that he's asking me to do, yeah. but still trust him. Okay, yeah. God, I don't fully understand why you're telling me to quit my job right now. And, you know, with nothing lined up and having no idea where you're taking me, you know, like Abraham, go leave your father and mother's house and go to the land that I'm showing you. What, what land is that? I'll show you. Well, there was so much that he didn't fully understand, you know, but he still trusted the Lord. Yeah. I, I, I'm almost confident that God gave that same instruction to many other people, but we only know about Abraham because he actually trusted the Lord. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like God's, God's trying to lead so many people in triumph. He yeah. wants to do that. But how many people are willing to have the faith of Abraham to actually say, I might not understand this, but I'm going to go anyway. Like, yeah. I've seen many people who knew that the Lord was calling them to do this, to do ministry here, and they announced it and they declared, this is what the Lord's calling me to do. And then, you know, they, they like, well, this is one example. So the Lord was calling someone to, to move to a certain state, you know, like, and, and do ministry there. And they're like, I know that this is the Lord. And these, are, these were people that knew the Lord their whole lives, you know. They, they've ministered and all this stuff. And... So they applied for jobs, and they didn't get those jobs, and they tried to, to, to do different things with schooling, but it didn't really work out, so they, so they just didn't pursue it anymore. They just quit. They just, they just stopped. I guess, I guess that wasn't the Lord. I'm just going to stay here. And, and, and the reality is, do you need to fully have everything figured out and worked out before mm-hmm. you're obedient? No. All you need to do is, Lord, is this what you're telling me to do? If this is what you're telling me to do, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to trust you to work it out. Yeah. The Bible says he works all things together, not I work all things together for, for good. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not my responsibility to work all things together. Put that in the comments. It's not my responsibility to work all things together. That was, that's a newsflash for yeah. me a lot of times. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> like, God, you told me to do this. So, all right, now I got to make it happen. It's not my responsibility to make it happen. Yeah. You know? The Bible says, uh, Paul, Paul said this. He said, I am confident. That's, that's confidence. If you didn't know, he said, I'm confident <laughs> that he who began a good work in you, he will bring it to completion. Yeah. Not me bring it to completion. He, if he started the work, he'll make sure it comes to pass. My responsibility is to do what Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says. Trust in yeah. the Lord with all your heart yeah. and lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. So my understanding says I need to piece, all, piece it all together and I need to figure it out. But I'm not supposed to lean on that. Now, that doesn't mean we just walk around stupid and don't, and you know, like just kind of do whatever, whatever without thinking. That's not what it means. It's what it's saying is, I, it's saying if the Lord is saying something, I'm not going to lean on my mind and my thinking. I'm going to lean on Him. Yeah. In those situations where the Lord says, "Don't go into to Asia," you know, I'm not going to lean on my understanding that says, "But they need Jesus." Mm-hmm. I'm going to lean on the Holy Spirit's leading me, so I'm going to go that direction. So, like, people will say, well, if you don't lean on your own understanding, then how do you, then are you saying you're not going to look both ways before you cross the street? 
I'm gonna look both ways before I cross the street. God gave us a brain for a reason. You know, I look both ways. I don't put my hand on the hot thing. But at the same time, if the Lord said, you know what? If the Lord is leading me, I want you to cross the street and not look both ways. If he's leading me, I'm not gonna rely on it. It's, it's an interesting example. He might not do that, but if he does, who am I gonna trust? You know, am I gonna trust my understanding and be like, you know, or am I gonna trust the Lord that he's got my hand and he's guiding me and leading me in triumph? Yeah. Like, what if, what if the Lord said to me, don't brush your teeth today? Like, okay, God, that's kind of gross, <laughs> but I'm gonna trust you. You know, I'm gonna trust your leading. And then, and so you don't trust, brush your teeth that day, but then at the end of the day, you pull out your toothbrush and realize that there's a razor blade that fell in, like a yeah. piece of razor blade that fell into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who knows what, what it is, but the reality is, I might not even understand it on this side of eternity, but if I'm obedient, I know that there's only one outcome, and it's my triumph. Yeah. Because, you know, there are, like, I've heard stories where the Holy Spirit led someone to, like, they're, like, riding their motorcycle. The Holy Spirit said, no, turn around and go home. Well, I'm almost at the store. You know, I'll be there in just a second. Holy Spirit, very strongly, no, turn around go home. Just one more turn. They go around that turn. Hit, hit some oil and chips, and the, and they're paralyzed for the rest of their lives, right? Wow. Because, because they didn't listen. So I'd rather be on the side saying, why didn't the Lord tell us to go to Asia? You know, I don't know. Than being on the other side, oh, that's why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a lot better being on this side of obedience and being like, I wonder what could have happened, rather than being on the other side of obedience, wishing you would have followed oh, yeah. in. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and, and this is why we should always be open to instruction, correction, and redirection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was talking to Pastor the other day, and he, something he told me, I'm going to use myself as an example. He said, talking about himself, he said, mm -hmm. something I've learned, and I can't remember verbatim, Barrett, you may actually have heard him say this a little bit more, or might remember verbatim a little bit more, but he, he said something to the extent of, I've learned to be okay with only knowing what the Holy Spirit shows me. Mm -hmm. And he was telling me that's something that's an opportunity for me. That's something I can grow in is only being okay with what the Holy Spirit is revealing. And when we get to that point, there's a, there's a freedom in that. Mm -hmm. And there's an ability to be led in that yeah. that you can't really have unless you get... You, you have to be okay with... Like he said, sometimes he'll be, um, he'll be counseling someone... And the whole time they're talking and the whole time he hasn't received one bit of instruction from the Holy Spirit on what to say or do. The moment they stop, it's there. Mm. It's right there. Yeah. Now, the thing is, is it was there all along. Mm -hmm. It was going to be there when he needed it yeah. all along. Yeah. He couldn't see it beforehand. He didn't have the mental understanding of say mm. this to this person yeah. until they stopped talking. Mm. But because he trusted the Holy Spirit to mm. show him what he needed to know, yeah. it was there when he needed it. And I yeah. think that's part. Uh, I know for me, a lot of the time, I haven't trusted the Holy Spirit in me to speak to me. A lot of times I've um, looked to other people to, to, to tell me what the Holy Spirit was saying. Mm -hmm. Or I've yeah. thought, oh, I, I can't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know mm -hmm. that answer. Or I just, it's, um, I, I can't tell you how long I sought for uh, trying to understand how to hear from the Holy Spirit and thinking that I couldn't. Thinking mm -hmm. that I couldn't when actually I was hearing from the Holy Spirit, yeah. but I was disregarding it. Yeah. I would disregard it all the time. Mm -hmm. I li yeah. Like uh, yesterday or two, two days ago, there was something that came up 
And Barrett was like giving Barrett was giving me two options, and she said, "Okay, be led on which option." And I was like, "I'm I'm not sure. I, I don't know." And we got to the end of it, and I gave her my answer, and she, it like she basically confirmed it. And even in that moment, even two days ago, even two days ago, I was like, "I don't know what to do," when really I knew what to do. I did, and I think uh, for some people, they might be kind of like me in that way, where they have. So often, um, disregarded the Holy Spirit already there, already mm. speaking to us. Yeah. Now, some people might be like, "That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit." When it's not, mm. yeah. but for me, it's been the opposite. It's been, um, no, that's probably not the Holy Spirit. When really it is, yeah. and He He leads us when we mm. ask Him to. He's faithful. He leads us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abby said, "Oh yeah, I've been there." Yeah. Uh, Barrett, and then Barrett said, "The why is what our flesh wants to hear. Flesh wants things explained." Our spirit trusts mm-hmm. our Lord to get us what we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. She said, "Yep, we all need. All we need to know is that the, the what and the when. And if we haven't, we don't need to move. The Lord mm-hmm. will give us what we need. Yeah, uh, when we need it. And that's mm-hmm. another thing. A lot of times, when you when when we feel pressure mm-hmm. to make a decision, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll miss the Holy Spirit's leading. We'll get yeah. off. Mm-hmm. I'll know a lot of times." That's actually a good indicator of, no, that's not right. If mm-hmm. I feel pressured, don't. Yeah. Uh, so often it's mm-hmm. like, you have to make a decision. It's like, no, I don't. If, yeah. I, if, I don't, if the Holy Spirit hasn't shown me, I don't have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And I've made that mistake a lot. Yeah, well, because well, you get out of rest at that point. And when you're out of rest, you're out of faith. And when you're out of faith, it's, you, you can't, can't receive. receive. <laughs> yeah, because the Bible says, you know, in James chapter 1, it talks about, you know, when you pray, believe, don't doubt, because those who doubt basically shouldn't expect to receive. Yeah. So like, and, and that's not to get into condemnation, because then you can get into a weird cycle of, oh no, now I'm out of rest. Now I'm not going to receive anything. Now, no, no, no. Just, been in that cycle. <laughs> I've, I've been in that cycle way too many times. Um, but all I need to do is recognize, oh, I think I'm starting to get into my head now. All right, I'm going to step back, and you know, it, well, it goes back to. Earlier this year, when when the Lord told Pastor do business differently, or that was last year, you know, I want you to do business differently. So, like at the beginning of every day, he would just begin just praying in the Spirit, you know, just seeking the Lord, praying in the Spirit, and the Lord will will show him exactly what he needs to handle that day. You know, I just what we need to do is tr- literally trust. That's in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He'll direct your paths. You know, yeah. it's it's I'm just going to recognize my need for fellowship with the Lord, and as I do that. I trust that he's going to direct me and he's going to lead me. And uh, the, the fun thing is, you know, as you were sharing that, it just reminds me, this is literally how Jesus operated too. You know, G- Jesus operated from a position of ultimate reliance on the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, Jesus had to be baptized in the Holy Spirit to do what he, what he did. He, he, says, yeah. he says this in uh, John chapter 5, uh, verse 30. He says, I can do nothing on my own. This is Jesus talking. I can do nothing on my own. You know, Jesus even talked about things that he didn't understand fully. And when, when I said, before you throw rocks at me and call me a heretic, uh, Jesus was telling them about the end times. He's t- telling them about the rapture and stuff like that. And they're like, when's this going to happen? He's going to say, the Son of Man doesn't know. You know, yeah. he said, I, God hasn't revealed this to me. So Jesus even, you know, was in, is, in, is in a position where he doesn't fully know everything. You know, where, where he didn't know when the day or the hour comes. The Son of Man doesn't know the day or the hour. It, but he was teaching and he was giving them instruction based on what the Holy Spirit was giving him and flowing through him. Yeah. He says, I don't say anything except what the Father tells me. 
Like, I don't do anything except what I see the Father do. He was in full dependence on the leading of the Holy Spirit. So even Jesus, you know, Jesus didn't just walk around and do whatever he wanted to do. This verse is proof of that. I can do nothing on my own initiative. This is Jesus saying. He says, as I hear, hear from what? Hear from the Lord. Hear from the leading of God. As I hear from him, then then I judge. You know, then I move. Um, and, And he says this, I judge and my judgment is just. Because I don't seek my own will, but the will of him who sent me. So, so Jesus is literally saying, everything I do, the people that I heal, the people I minister to, all that stuff, I do it only because this is what I see the Father doing in me. This is what he's leading me to do. This is what he's instructing me to do. So Jesus didn't do anything without a word. You know, he didn't do anything without the leading of the Spirit, without mm-hmm. the leading of the Father. And that's how Jesus operated. Yeah. And so how much more do we need to operate like that? Because Jesus was the example of what we can do and how we can live when we're listening and in tune with the Holy Spirit. And so, and so if Jesus lived that, how much more should we live it? You know, yeah. how much more should we live it? Yeah. You know, how much more should we recognize our need of fellowship with the Father Father, I need, fe- I need fellowship with him. And as I have fellowship with him and I'm walking in continuous fellowship with him, I mean, I mean, you look at a lot of the things Jesus did, many of them didn't make sense, right? Yeah. Like, like, let's get on a boat and go to the other side, go through this mighty, you know, death storm, you know, re- rebuke the storm, go take a nap, and we're going to go over there just so I can deliver one man and then we'll head back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, they went through all of this for one man, you know. What was that meme that you, didn't you show me a meme the other day that was like, Jesus does anything, disciples confused, or yeah, <laughs> something like much, that. pretty much, yeah. Like, Jesus literally, oh, I think it was like, Jesus said anything, the disciples, I don't get it. Like, I don't, I don't get <laughs> yeah. it. Um, you know, like, a lot of the things Jesus did, like, why did Jesus walk on water? Like, why did he have to do that? Couldn't he have just, you know, translated to the other side? Couldn't he have just gotten his own boat? Why did he have to do something so spectacular? Because he's Jesus. No, not because he's Jesus. He did it because he had a word. Because the Father said, you know what? We're not going to take a boat today. Let's walk. (laughs) You know, walk on the water. So he just walked, and then he kept walking on the water. And storm's going crazy, and he's just still walking on the water. You know, and then Peter uh, Peter says, hey, if it's you, call me to come out with you. And then Jesus had a word. Oh, call him. Okay, come. And so now Peter had a word. Now Peter's able to walk on the water. How many times did you try to walk on water? Put a hand up in the comments if you ever try to walk on water. Uh, I tried to do it many times. <laughs> I have so much faith. Plop. <laughs> yes, I've done it. I've done it more right? than once. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I've done it too. So many times. What, but what was I missing that Jesus had? Jesus had a word. Yep. I didn't have a word. word. I was just trying to do. I was just trying to do it on my own, you know. Yeah. Uh, but Jesus said, "I do nothing on my own initiative. I try to walk in that water in my own initiative." You know, um, when Jesus says, "All things are possible to him who believes," those who believe in what? Those who believe in the word that God's given them. So, so if God tells me to jump off a cliff, that means He's leading me in triumph. There's a reason. Like I'm not saying go out and jump off a cliff. It's it's good to seek your shepherds, to talk to your shepherds before you do that. Um, but like, let's say you know an army of of demon possessed pigs are running right after you, and you're on the edge of a cliff, and the Lord says jump. You know what I mean? And you had the leading. Well, God's leading me to triumph, and I I jump down and I land on a tree that's like that I didn't see before. You know what I mean? It's like so 
Because pe people will take that scripture and say, well, that's not true. Because what if I did this? What if I did this? What, what, what did the devil try to make Jesus do whenever he stood at the temple? The devil told him, jump off. Mm -hmm. Your angels will catch you. Mm -hmm. There was a scripture that he could attach to it. You know, The devil attached a scripture, but what was he trying to get him to do? Do something that the Lord didn't tell him to do. He was trying to get him to operate in presumption. You know, because the Father didn't tell him to jump. The devil told him to jump, you mm -hmm. know, which is why it's important for us to know what that leading of the Spirit is. Yeah. You know, uh, if the Lord told him, he would have been fine. Heck, Jesus was pushed to, to, to the edge, and the Lord, told, the Lord gave him instruction, and he just walked through the people. You know, yeah. just walked right through them. Yeah. You know, like, that's impossible when you have a whole angry mob of people trying to murder you, and then all of a sudden you just kind of walk, casually walk through them, walk amongst the people. Like, but um, it, it's important for us to make sure that we're operating the way Jesus did. I do nothing on my own initiative. What the Father tells me, I'll do. So I'm, so, which means I need to do business differently. Like, I'm not going to take on a business deal if the Lord hasn't told me to. You know what? Are, are you hearing this? Because, like, Joshua did that. You know, uh, you, you read in Joshua, they're, like, going through, and they're claiming territory, claiming territory. They're doing all the stuff that God called them to do. And then these people come up with, with rusty uh, swords and with with old bread and with worn out clothes and stuff like that and they're like we're from a long way away you know from far far outside of the region that the Lord's given you and they're like make covenant with us because we don't want to die and the Bible says very clearly and Joshua did not consult the Lord so he didn't seek the Lord he didn't he didn't seek the Lord for wisdom and guidance if he would have done that he would have been led in triumph because those people were not from far away they were from the land that God was calling him into because of that, because he made covenant with them, basically a business deal with people without consulting the Lord, those people became a thorn in their sides for thousands and thousands of years. Wow. You know, because they didn't listen to the Lord or consult the Lord. Because he didn't stop and acknowledge him. He said, this seems good. This seems right. And he did it on his own initiative and it, and it bit him in the butt. Yeah. You know, and it's important for us. Put it in the comments one more time. I must always be open to instruction, correction, and redirection. Yeah, amen. Yeah. And I, for many people I know, one issue with being led has been um, pride. Mm. So, and what I mean by that is, um, there's a there can be a part of your flesh that wants to prove that it, prove that it's holy, mm. prove that you have a right standing with God. Yeah. And making a mistake can threaten that. Also, a lot of times our flesh wants to look good too, yeah. and making oh, a, a mistake, mm -hmm. uh, missing it, stepping yeah. out and missing it, uh, mm -hmm. can give opportunity for someone to know that you missed it, even mm -hmm. if it's just like a spiritual leader or yeah. something like that. And I know for me, a lot of times, I um, I didn't want to make a decision, I didn't want to be led. I mean, I wanted to be led, but I. I was stopping myself because I was so afraid of making a mistake yeah. because I didn't want to look bad. And that was very, it was, it was sort of subconscious. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think that that's what was happening, but yeah. that's what was happening. Yeah. I didn't want to look bad to other people. And also, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want to have to uh, basically deal with that for yeah. myself. Even yeah. if no one else knew, if I knew that I stepped out and I made a decision, I had such a lack of revelation of God's mercy mm. that I felt like if I made a mistake, the world was going to cave in mm. and there was going yeah. to be such a massive issue. Yeah. 
And that's a lie. That That's paralyzing fear to mm -hmm. get us to not act. Yeah. And it's not to say that we just are foolish, but in order to be led, we have to have a revelation of God's mercy that mm -hmm. even like um, Kelly was talking about Peter, uh, she said we all talk about Peter starting to sink after mm -hmm. he looked at the waves, but how did he get back on the boat? I believe he walked back to it with Jesus. But even when he sunk, it wasn't like, Bye! <laughs> yeah. Bye, Peter! Yeah, wallow in the consequences of your unbelief. <laughs> you made a mistake! You got into sin and unbelief? Bye! Yeah, we'll let, we'll let him, you know, uh, we'll let him hold his breath for, for a little bit before we pull him out. Like, he yeah. didn't, he didn't, he no, didn't. No, that's not yeah. what happened. Mm -hmm. That's not what happened. There was mercy for Peter. Yeah. And there's mercy for us, too. If yeah. we're so afraid of missing it, we're either focusing on what other people think about us we're focusing even what we think about us. Yeah. We don't determine what we, we shouldn't determine what we think about mm -hmm. us. We should let the word determine what we think about yeah. us. So if you've been someone that has been so afraid to make decisions, there's yeah. hope, yeah. there's mercy, there's mm -hmm. mercy. Yeah. If you genuinely, genuinely, not flippantly, but if you are genuinely wanting to make the right decision, the Lord will help you. And if yeah. you miss it, the Lord, there's mercy there. Yeah. Well, like talking about Peter, you know, you you read through the Gospels. How many times did he mess up? You. <laughs> how many times did he say something stupid and in presumption? You know, he did a lot, but how many times do you see Jesus say, well, Peter, you messed up. I'm done with you. Get out of here. He, he never did that once. You know, even one time Peter was being led by the devil, you know, and yeah. like say, no, pity yourself. No, you're, you're not supposed to die and do all this. Yeah. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Yeah. But Jesus didn't say, stop following me, Peter. You know, like he, he addressed the devil, but, it, but he never said, Peter, you know, I'm, he never gave up on Peter. He never yeah. did that. You know, like how many times did Philip or Thomas say dumb things? You know, like a lot of times when... when <laughs> Thomas, when the, I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? But like a lot of times we, we look at this and we're like, gosh, these disciples were so, you know, interesting. Cause, why? Because they messed up a lot, but Jesus didn't give up on them once. No. Jesus, when they gave up on themselves and turned away, like Judas, like yeah. Jesus gave them over, but but he didn't give up on anyone, yeah. on, especially Peter, who was interesting. Well, and like but then, Thomas, oh, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No. Well, like Thomas was literally... When he said, I won't believe you mm -hmm. unless I put my finger inside the, yeah. the, um, in his palm where mm -hmm. he was, uh, had the nails go in his hand. He literally, like, that's horrible to say, mm -hmm. I will not have faith. I mm -hmm. have to feel it. I have mm -hmm. to see it and yeah. feel it. I won't have faith. And Jesus wasn't like, well, sucks for you because yeah. it's really me. Mm -hmm. He didn't do that. Yeah. He held out his hand and said, okay, here. Yeah. He mm -hmm. met him where he was at, and yeah. wherever we're at today, mm -hmm. wherever you're at today, the Lord will meet you where mm -hmm. you're at in that yeah. mercy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, looking at Peter, who, who is Peter in the book of Acts? He's a mighty man of faith. Like, he's a man that people from all over were, like, coming to him, just hoping to encounter his shadow. You know what I mean? Because, because he stuck with it. You know, he might have messed up a bunch of times, but he didn't get into this, he might he might have, at the beginning, you know, oh, man, that was stupid. Why would you say it? Come on, Peter, what, what are you doing? You know, but, but in the end, he stuck with it, and he stayed faithful, and he still he kept trying. You know, he kept doing yeah. what he thought was best, and as he continued, then the Holy Spirit came into him, and he turned into a whole new creature. You know, he turned into a whole new man. He still, even in the book of Acts, he still missed it. 
you know, there, there's a recording where Paul was, Paul, or, you, you, or not just in the book of Acts, Paul in one of his letters talks about how he had to correct Peter. You know, even yeah. Peter missed it then. But what happened? Like, Peter was still a mighty man. He was, yeah. st- he, he was still used mightily of God despite the times that he missed it. So even if we miss it, even if we mess up from time to time, we shouldn't get into a position of fear because fear is not of God. You know, fear will lead us to not be obedient more than it'll lead us to. That's Actually, true. It, it won't lead us to be obedient. No. You know, we, we don't want to get in this position where we're afraid of missing it. No, we need, we need to be willing, you know, to put ourselves out there and say, Lord, I, I want to be obedient to you, Father, lead me. But I'm not going to get into a position of fear of what if I miss it or not. Because if I get into that place of fear, um, basically what's going to happen is I'm not going to step out in anything. You know, yeah. because I, and what that is, is it's relying on your understanding. Yeah. You know, I don't fully understand it. I don't fully comprehend it. I don't feel, I, I haven't pieced all the pieces together. And what am I doing? I'm relying on my yeah. understanding. I'm getting in my head again. Yeah. And Instead relying of, on your track record. Too. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. for me, I've. I felt like I need to be perfect because if yeah. I don't have a perfect track record, then mm-hmm. yeah. then I ah I, I, I just I it's gonna be bad if I make a mm-hmm. mistake. It's just yeah. ah yeah. And I've missed it a lot, you know. Like we, we've we've all missed it a lot, but the reality is this: God is merciful. He's merciful. He's loving. The Bible says if you have missed it, basically, if anyone does sin, God is faithful and just, not to condemn you and say, "Well, you missed it. You should have." You know, no, that's not what he's. He's faithful and just to forgive us. And to cleanse us, basically, as if it never happened. You know, yeah. that's what he does. About uh, in First Corinthians chapter thirteen, it says, "Love keeps no record of wrongs." And mm-hmm. what is love? God is love. You know, which means God doesn't keep a record of wrongs. So if I, it, even if I miss it tomorrow, you know, all I have to do is quickly look to God and say, "God, I missed it. I give myself to you. Teach me how to do better." You know. Because because even if we miss it, we're growing. We're learning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not not that we should actively intentionally miss it but if i do miss it i'm growing and i'm learning something new because god's going to show me something hey you kind of wore a little bit more in your head okay now i can work and be more active in getting out of my head next time you know what i mean so it's important for us to recognize even if i miss it god's merciful and he will empower me to work all things together even if i missed it he'll work it together for my good to to help me grow when, when I am in a position of hunger and humility. Yeah. You know, it's not just, oh, I missed it. It's not a big deal. God's, like, we shouldn't be flippant about it, but we should be hungry and humble. Lord, I- I'm sorry I missed it. Lead me higher. You yeah. know? And hu- God, I'm hungry for more of you, so I'm not going to let any insecurities hold me back. God, I need more. And when we do that, he'll meet us. Yeah, I can confidently say there is so much more to God's mercy. Mm-hmm that I can grow in. Yeah. There's so much more to his mm-hmm. mercy that that I personally, that's something he's been speaking to me about recently is that's that's one of the number one things that I need. I need to grow in in receiving God's mercy. It's like mm-hmm. it comes back to two parts of life. We have to receive first mm-hmm. before we can give. Yeah. And if we try to make all the right decisions but mm-hmm. we haven't received God's mercy, mm-hmm. we can't we can't do it. We have mm-hmm. to and his yeah. mercy there's this whole like feeling and connotation of like you're being sloppy if you need God's mercy. Yeah. Like that's not you shouldn't rely on God's mercy. You shouldn't mm-hmm. need God's mercy. The Bible is filled, <laughs> filled like yeah. diff- like the Psalms and all throughout 
all the the all different types of books, like even even the books of the prophets, all of them. You look through it. Look at how much it talks about God's mercy, mm-hmm. His mercy, His loving kindness, and and it's like I've so often just skipped it. Like I okay, I'll receive your love, but not your mercy. Mm-hmm. And that's where I've been, honestly, just being really honest. I've I've received His love, but not His mercy. Mm-hmm. And it's time for that to change. It's time yeah. for us to receive His mercy. It's time for me mm-hmm. to receive His mercy because yeah. I can't do what I'm called to do if I don't. We can't mm-hmm. do what we're called mm-hmm. to do if we don't receive His mercy. Yeah. That's not sloppy. Yeah. That's receiving. That's being yeah. a good receiver. And if we sure. don't receive, we can't give. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, do you guys want to receive His mercy today? You know, put, put, put some hands up in the comments and say, Lord, I receive your mercy yeah. today. The Bible says very clearly, his mercies are new every morning. You know, his mercies are new every morning. Every morning. (laughs) His mercies are new every morning. Put put in the comments, every morning his mercies are new. That includes today. That includes tomorrow. That includes the next day. So, like, if I need mercy for, like, like you you were saying, like, I shouldn't get into a position, oh, you know, I just don't deserve his mercy or I I shouldn't receive his mercy. No, I need his mercy every single day. Yeah. If I didn't need his mercies every single day, then they wouldn't be new every morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, I, I need to rely on his mercy every single day. And so we're going we're gonna to just pray with you guys and just believe that that mercy is going to meet you. You know, uh, his mercy is awesome. His mercy is great. We shouldn't be in a position of fear of missing it, but we should always be in a position where, Lord, because the Lord would much rather us um, be intentional and and do our best to to be led by him than to just never try and be and be mediocre Christians who do nothing in our lives, you know, just kind of going with the flow and be knocked around by every wind and wave of situation and circumstance. God doesn't want that to be us. He wants us to do our best. He wants us to 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 follow him and to serve him. And if we miss it, he's just he's his mercy's there because he's like you tried, you did, you tried to follow me, you tried. So pray, you know. I'll meet you with my mercy, and then I'll empower you with my grace to lift you higher. Yeah. So God, God's got mercies for you today. He's got mercies for you tomorrow. Like, His mercies are new every single day. And yeah. so uh, we're going to pray that you that God grants you and, and that He pours out that mercy on you today. Amen. Yeah, amen. You want to pray for the yeah. people? Lord, today you, Lord. we position ourselves to receive from you. We don't, we don't want any part of this to be on our own. We don't want to be our source. Today, we set our eyes on you. We look to you as our source. We know that you are where our help comes from. And today, I receive your mercy. Today, we receive your mercy. Just repeat after me and say, Lord, I take my eyes off of myself. I put my eyes on you. Oh my. And I receive your mercy. I'm a good receiver for you. I no longer try to do things in my own strength. I rely on you. And I let you love me. I let your mercy come through me. I set my eyes on you today. Lord, thank you for that mercy. Even now, you know, if you can sense that, just put it in the comments. Just encourage encourage each other that yes we're receiving yes it's here even if you can't feel it just it's here the Lord's presence is here his mercy is here and this isn't just this broadcast this is not just a time to 
to go through the motions and to get something done and, and have, be productive, this is time to spend time with Him and receive from Him. Every one of us, let's just receive from Him right now. That's what's most important. We, we can't do this without Him. We cannot do this without His mercy. We receive your mercy, Lord. I can just, I sense it. I know, and like I said, I'm, I'm receiving. Yeah. I'm needing to receive His mercy so much. And I'm, He's pouring it out right now. Mm. I can sense it. God's faithful. We're talking about His mercy. He pours out His mercy. He watches over His word to perform it. You know, as we're declaring and talking about His mercy, you know, picture this. God in heaven is watching over you right now. And as you're receiving that word, He's pouring out that mercy. You know, as you're receiving the word for today, he's pouring out mercy. He's just washing it over you right now. Just at, you know, as you're in that position to receive it, he's washing it out because he watches over his word to perform it. So receive that mercy today. Receive that mercy today and receive that mercy tomorrow. You know, like wake up in the morning, Lord, I receive your mercies today. He's got new mercies every day. So just can't always be in that position of receiving. That's what fellowship is. Lord, I'm in your presence. I'm in fellowship with you. I'm in a position to receive. I'm in a position to receive. You know, and that's what, that's what we're called to be. That's what it looks like to be open to instruction, correction, and redirection. It's, I'm receiving your mercy. Because I could be going down a wrong path, and God's mercy is like, no, let's go this way. You know, that's mercy. Yeah. That's his mercy. Hey, I know you're going this direction. Let me lead you in a new direction that will lead you more deeper into triumph. Like, because we might be walking in the right direction, but there might be something small that just that we just need to correct, and the Lord, will, the Lord will give it to us, and He'll lead us. That's how He leads us in triumph, is by us being open to instruction, correct direction, is being open to receive His mercy. God, yeah. I receive your mercy today, Amen. which are new every day. So do you receive that mercy today? Yes. Do you receive that mercy today? <laughs> oh, man, this is, this is good. This is good stuff. Yeah, and even if you don't logically, if you're still... Like if you're, like something I've done a lot is even in a moment like this, my mind has kind of been running and I've still been trying to figure it out. Even if you don't, even if you don't logically sense, like feel anything or even sense anything in your spirit, you just kind of don't sense anything. That's okay. (coughs) Receive it by faith. And that's where you just say, Lord, I receive your mercy right now Mm -hmm. and it's done and just accept it as done. Yeah. You don't have to feel anything. It's Mm -hmm. done. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible says, believe you have received it and you will have it. Yes. Believe you have received it, and you will have it. You know, the Bible's right. (laughs) True. So, amen. Did you receive it? Put in the comments, I receive his mercy today. Amen. And and guys, do us a favor. Share this broadcast. This has been powerful. There are people that you know that need to hear this word. Yeah. Um, So share the broadcast, even just by hitting the little thumbs up like button. That helps spread this word. That'll that'll help get it in front of more people. If you haven't subscribed to the channel... uh, what what you doing? You know, subscribe, subscribe, <laughs> because that helps get this word out. Um, if you can borrow someone's phone, say, hey, can I borrow your phone real quick? Pull up YouTube and subscribe. I'm just kidding. You don't need to do that. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, help get this word out. And also, uh, you know, we sow this broadcast into you. Um, sub- liking, sharing, and subscribing is a way to sow into this broadcast. But if the Lord's leading you to sow financially into this, into this word, into this ministry, uh, we want to give you an opportunity to, to do that because we want you blessed. We want you to encounter the mercy and the power of God. And one of the ways you can do that is partnering with the, the gospel, um, partnering with the word. And so th- this is one of the ways you can do it is by 
by sowing financially. So again, as we've been talking, you know, in that fellowship, in that position of receiving from the Lord, um, just seek the Lord. Lord, is there something you want me to give today? And if he gives you a word, just be obedient to what he tells you to do and recognize he's always leading me in triumph. Amen. Amen. So we're going to pray over every seed that's sown as well. And we're going we're gonna to believe that God's going to be pouring out in your life as well. Amen. 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 Well, Father, right now we just thank you for every seed sown. God, we thank you, Lord, that it is blessed. God, thank you, Lord, your word is true. And God, as we receive, as we freely receive, we freely give. And for those who freely give, I thank you, Lord, that they will receive. God, thank you, Lord, every gift, every seed sown today is blessed. May it be pressed down, shaken together, and pouring over. May men give it back into them in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that as they sow, they shall reap in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I'm sorry if I just look kind of like, um, <laughs> like, it's just, I, it's very heavy right now in, in, a, in a good way. So Amen. I promise I'm not just like falling asleep. I, <laughs> I love Amen. you guys very much. Yeah, Thank love, you for joining us. Yeah, we love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have hundreds of other videos. So if you want to check those out, they're literally, if you're on YouTube, it's literally right there. Just check out. We have, we have so many, so many. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, just watch the next video, and we love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow for Lunch Plus. I love my friends. They did so well today, guys. Thanks for being on with us. We love you. Thank you for being on. You guys are truly a blessing to the ministry, and we just thank you for being here. And before we hop off, we want to make you aware of some things that are happening. Basically, anytime God is up to something and we know about it, we want you to know about it. So... At the end of this month, the ICCF conference is happening in Danville, Virginia, and it's going to be so awesome. Pastor Brian wants to personally invite every person watching to come be a part. Everyone watching, here's the thing. You are called to be a leader. And here's what I can tell you about the ICCF uh, group. It grows leaders. The people who are connected to it, you grow in leadership. So come be a part. October 22nd through the 23rd in Danville, Virginia. It's going to be Friday night at 7 p.m. Saturday from 9 to 1. There is child care from ages like zero baby to like 12 year old. So there's childcare provided, but you will grow. Your church will grow. And even if you're not a pastor over a church, you're called to be a leader in that church. So come be a part. And we thank you for being on with us. We love you. And guess what? We're going to be back tomorrow at 1130. The week's not done yet. Tomorrow's Friday. And Fridays are always special here around the broadcast. So come be a part 1130. And we'll see you then. We love you. Have a good day.